Hey there on the deck fans, listeners and subscribers. It's Moy again with another episode of On the Deck. And um, I've been absent for a little while. I haven't done any podcasting since a few weeks now. Um, I was busy with work and believe it or not, I was trying to get my footing back again. And one of the biggest advice that one can receive about feeling disjointed or disconnected is always go back to your source the source of your um the source of your power and my source is god my source is the one who gave me what i have the one who gave me the power that i had in i have in the beginning um but this time around i was more focusing on healing and i think um there are a few people who could relate to to this um, as healing covers a broad cross-section of things you can be healing from a particular trauma or healing from forgiveness you, you you needed to forgive somebody and it took you a long time and it created more problems than it actually fixed so <clears throat> I just want to talk about how you know how we the fact that we need to heal our wounds and, and develop the principled um, understanding of who we are and then to begin the healing process as such, right? You don't just need healing from physical wounds. We need healing from psychological, spiritual, and emotional wounds. And though the spiritual and the emotional wounds go way deep and they leave scars, if untreated, if untreated, it they tend to fester, right? They fester and become infected and start to affect other areas of our lives. It's <clears throat> it's plausible for us to ignore our spiritual wounds. It's plausible for us to ignore even the emotional wounds because some of us have the ability to just take something that we're actually dealing with or something that we have to deal with put in a little box and put it away in a filing cabinet that we created for tra traumatic situations. And while some of us have the ability to just deal with our traumas or and our problems head on and continue in the healing process, some of us hitch a ride on the sorrow train and don't want to get off. Some of us um, met up with pain and decided, you know what, this is the most familiar feeling. It feels good to me and I'm going to stick with it. And we never divorce pain, so we continue in this perpetual cycle of not healing and compounding more and more pain and more and more sorrow and more and more trauma to ourselves. We have to develop the principle um, of God and you. Develop the attitude of a God and me type relationship. And then try to understand what your worth is. Because in Him, in Christ, you will find your worth, and in Him, you should find your identity. You know, like when, <clears throat> you know, like when somebody meets your your child for the first time, or even meet you for the first time, and they know your parents, and go, "Oh my God, you look just like your daddy." And for I don't know about anybody else, but for me, when somebody says that to me, it puts a smile on my face because it is such an honor for somebody to tell me how much I look like my dad. Because I think my dad is a handsome guy, right? And I just immediately just start to smile. <laughs> so as children of God, 
And if we dub ourselves children of God, we call ourselves children of God. When somebody see you, they should see that you have the resemblance of him. Meaning his light is shining through you. You should smell like God. You should behave like God. So you should exude his attributes, right? His truthfulness, his, 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 uh, his love, his love for people, regardless of how much they love him. Because, you know, as human beings, we tend to only love because somebody first loved you. And it, it really depends on what they do in this whole love situation. But that does not help our healing, right? It helps, what helps our, our healing is knowing your worth and how understanding how God sees you because he has vested interest in you. So he's going to give you everything you need and put you in the place of power to heal yourself and help you to take back your power from doubt. Because one of the most dangerous things we can entertain as human beings is self-doubt because it has the power to stop you right where you are. Never moving, never growing, and never trusting, never having faith. And if we continue on that type of road where we only, not only, but we entertain self-doubt, we are given our power to doubt in, and in return, doubt becomes more powerful than you. So it overpowers you every single time. Every single time you try to do something or every single time you try to move, you hesitate, you know, and you don't want to do anything. And that is a part of your healing process one of the steps is to eliminate self-doubt. And if you eliminate self-doubt, it means you now understand your worth. It means you no longer seek validation from men, as in humans, right? You're not looking to anybody to validate who you are because you already know who you are. You already have ascertained your identity. So what other anybody else say to you really doesn't matter, right? You have to, you have to first like I said, see, see yourself as God sees you and understand that he has vested interest in you, right? See yourself seated in heavenly places, right? Ephesians 2, 6. See yourself seated in heavenly places with the richest inheritance you can possibly imagine. Because as he said in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you to to, to prosper you. He has no plans to hurt you. And if you understand and believe that he has plans for your life, Ephesians 2, 6 says he has riches for you in heavenly places. And so part of your healing process is to find your identity in Christ, your value and who you are. People should see you as they see him. People should see the power in you as they know that God possesses, right? Don't allow yourself to be hurt and used and ridiculed by anyone. Don't allow yourself to be used, hurt, or ridiculed by anyone who is um, more of a spiritual or emotional um, um, leech. So they suck everything from you. And don't allow yourself to be sunken to their level. Allow yourself to be con to continue to elevate. Because as you elevate, you will then separate. That's also a part of your healing process. You're going to have to shake off a few things and lose a few things and lose a few people. The problem with the losing part is a lot of us aren't prepared to lose anything. And if I could s just quickly touch on the fact that we all will experience our Job moment. We all will experience a moment in our life when we will lose everything or at least lose something.
and as and as, and as children of God, a lot of us say, "Oh, I believe in God and I trust God," but we're not prepared to sacrifice anything. We 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 want to hold on to the house, the cars, the valuables, and I'm not saying that these things are not important, but do you love the gift or the gifts more than you love the gifter? Because that's is that is the ultimate question. The gifts that he gave you, the, the the promises that he kept and he provided for you, if he were to take it back, what would have happened to you? Would you become bitter and angry at him or would you be just like Job and maintain that faith and know that if he took it from me, he's about to bless me with double for my trouble, right? So part of our healing process also is our inability to let go of things, to allow things to go away, to begin a new in our life because God said he started a new thing in you and he will he will finish it. If he started it, he will finish it, but we need faith and we need trust. And you know, I I, I sit here um I think I I think it was this afternoon I was sitting and my emotions were just bubbling and bubbling and bubbling and I couldn't understand what what all was all of this was about. But then I realized I was sitting down staring at the picture of my brother that passed um almost five years ago and I realized that if you do not heal or find comfort in Christ if you do not heal properly if you do not hop off the sorrow train if you don't if you do not divorce pain if you don't break up those nasty relationships that really adds no value to your life you will be stuck in a perpetual cycle of hurting a perpetual cycle of hurting to the point that you will become bitter because as I sat this this afternoon and I thought about the loss of my brother right a few years ago I was still angry and I didn't understand why God would have taken away my brother why would he have hurt why would he hurt me like this and I was seeking answers that I know I wouldn't get but then after a while he made me find peace not necessarily the answer I was seeking, but peace. Peace in me that I realized that his will must be done. And anything that he does is perfect. And I don't have to worry about why my brother had to die, why God made the decision for him to go. I just need to accept that everything works together for the good of those who love the Lord. And I found peace and solace in that. I found complete peace and solace in that. And when I spoke earlier about not do not allow yourself to, you know, to get hurt or to be used by anyone who is um, a spiritual or a emotional pariah. You do not want to get yourself in that position with those people. And that's why you have to find yourself connected with God to to be able to discern to see people and things exactly the way they are because when you believe in the promises of God and hold them close you will be blessed when you hold on and believe in the promises of God or for those who do believe in the promises of God they will be blessed Luke 145 you can check it out right so we have to be reserved. Reserve yourself for the things that deepens your 
um, your connection with God that deepens and puts your focus and on, on, on God. Cause you don't want to get caught up in anything that is not edifying. You don't want to be caught up in anything that is not a benefit to your spirit. I want to be connected to things and people who edify my spirit that when they speak to me, I know that the word of God is being poured into me. And when I speak to them, the word of God is being poured into them. And so we pour into each other because you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if they're empty, they're not going to pour anything in me. And if I'm empty, I can't pour into anybody else. And if you are continuously empty, how can you heal? If your body is, is in, in, in starvation mode, you're not going to heal. Because instead of figuring out or working on healing the wounds that you have, your body's going to be focusing on finding sustenance, right? I just want to say to somebody tonight, protect your heart for it affects everything you do. Proverbs 4.23, learn the art of, 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 of soaring high like an eagle above the negative energy and the pariahs that are around you. You will never be able to heal if you sit yourself in the same place you got hurt. You will never be healed if you keep finding yourself in the company that perpetuates the type of hurt that you've been through, that perpetuates the pain that you have experienced. You will never heal if you never forgive. You will always feel the burn of those scars that you walk around with. And I want to remind somebody today, there's no shame in having scars from past experience because your past is not what you become. You grow from your past and you learn from mistakes that you have made there, but it's not what who you have become. What you have done is not who you have become. Your do is not your who. Find your center and your center is Christ. Once you're able to identify yourself through him and once you are able to note how worthy you are once you begin to believe that God has vested interest in you and who you are and he wants to see you represent him things begin to change hop off the sorrow train break up the relationship you have with pain. Break up the relationship you have with self-doubt. Take your power back from doubt. Take it back because if you knew and believed truly in the power that God has given you, the one that you were born with, you would have done things completely different. So step outside of the, the, the rugged areas of the storm because you know the center of the storm is the calmest. Um, find your center. Find your center and you will see that once you have reconnected to your source, you will start to start to feel energized all over again. Let's start this healing journey. Let's begin the process of growing from the pain. Let's begin the process of not forgetting our past, but using the lesson of the past. Make your past not your enemy, but your experience. And use that experience to become the greatest version of yourself. And I close. You're wonderful and you're beautiful. And nothing about your life is a mistake. Thank you. Thank you.